today so beautifully as we celebrate the memorial of St. John Vianney and our gospel reading gives us a beautiful expose on what it is to have a vocation and what is a vocation. Because we hear in our gospel reading today the first thing Jesus asked his disciples is who do you say that I am? You know, they respond to all the different things that they've heard. But we hear so beautifully Peter profess that you are Christ, you are the Messiah. And in any vocation, any young men, young women, when they discern and look at a vocation, it's not just a vocation that they want or are seeking for themselves. But each and every one of them has been asked the question by God himself, who do you say that I am? And in doing so for themselves, they respond to that call, that invitation by the Lord to come follow him and to love him in a very particular and special way. And as they continue to discern and continue to live out their vocation, their call to love in that particular way of life, they're meet with very different obstacles. The first obstacle we hear in our gospel reading is that suffering of our Lord Jesus Christ. When we answer a call to a vocation, there's going to be suffering, there's going to be challenges, there are going to be difficulties, whether that's in formation, whether that's a journey, whether that's even accepting and willingness to receive that call that they have received and live that call out in the world is challenging, is difficult. Because if we look at our society today, how many young people want to answer that call to be a priest, to be a religious nun? Or even to simplify that even more, how many of our young people are willing and wanting to even live out their Catholic identity in society today? The sad part is, it's not a lot. And so there's that temptation, that struggle, that difficulty in living out even the call of baptism to live out that Christian faith is already challenging. And now you add on the call, the vocation, to live a radical life different from that of the world, to make present the kingdom of heaven here on earth by their lives is challenging, is difficult. And no one wants to endure that. The second aspect of it is they bring into that vocation their own weakness, their own frailty as human beings. We hear in our gospel reading today, Peter just given the keys to the kingdom. Whatever you bind on earth will be bound in heaven. Whatever you loose on earth is loose in heaven. He becomes the foundation of the church. And then also in that same gospel reading, told by Jesus, get away from me, Satan. The humanity and frailty of human beings are brought into the vocation. As a priest, as a bishop, as a sister, we all bring our weaknesses to that, that vocation. We all strive our best to live out the dignity, the value of that vocation. But sin still creeps into the vocation. Sin still creeps into the church, the, the world of the church. And sin is also leading some of us to astray, to cause others to sin because of our weakness, because of our frailty. But that doesn't stop us to respond to that call. 
That doesn't stop us from loving God to our best of our ability. The struggle and the challenge is sometimes we want to see religious as being perfect, as being ideal. But the sad part is, as a priest, even for myself, I tell people, I probably commit more mortal sins than you are. The challenge of mortal sin is you have to, be, you have to know that you're committing it. We spend eight years in seminary formation studying the Ten Commandments, studying morality in detail. So we know what is right and what's wrong. So we choose to commit to fall into those temptations and sin. We too are human beings. And we see that very clearly in our gospel reading. Even Peter falls into that temptation, falls into the sin. But that doesn't stop us. That doesn't define who we are. Yes, we make mistakes. Yes, we get in trouble. But we try our best, as even as laity, as faithful, we all try our best to continue to live out our vocation to the best of our abilities, to the best of our strength, and with God's grace and with God's strength, to do it in the right manner, to do it in its right context, and to live out the life of holiness. And so, my dear brothers and sisters, as we look at the life of St. John Vianney, let us continue to pray for our young men, our young women, to respond to that call. We're all not perfect, but the Lord has individually called us to a particular vocation, to a particular way of life. So we're called and invited to pray, to support, and to help those who are discerning their vocation and those in their vocation already that we all may live out the life that God has called each and every one of us. And so as faithful, the challenge and invitation for us today is what are we doing to support, to guide, and to foster vocations? First and foremost, are we praying for our clergy, the Holy Father, the bishops, the priests that are leading our church that they may not fall into temptation, that they may not fall into sin and guide our church astray or lead our, our people in bad example? Are we praying particularly for our young men, our young women in our parish by name, that they may hear God's call, God's voice? Are we praying in particular by name for our seminarians of our diocese? Today, without coincidence, we have one of our seminarians, one of our sons from this parish, who grew up here, whose vocation was fostered by your prayers, your support, who's now in formation and is trying and striving to respond to that call that the Lord has instilled in his heart. And finally, in fostering vocation, we have plenty of young men today. We have three on the altar today, Alex, I, I, Alex, Luke, and then Andres. We have two sitting here in the pew, Pablo and, the, Pablo and Isaac. How are we praying for them? How are we supporting them in their vocation? How are we helping them in discerning their vocation? Are we even doing that for that matter? Because it's so easy for us to say, oh, we have two priests here. We don't need any more. If you haven't heard, we just erected a new parish not too far from us. We have almost 50,000 people registered at this parish, being taken care of by only two priests. 
How is that possible? There's so much need in the world, so much desire for more, even here in this parish. But between Father Flynn and I, we can't take care of all of it. We need more priests, more priests after the heart, the good shepherd. But how many of us are willing to foster, to support, to pray for vocations in particular, by name, that the Lord may respond, that they may respond to the Lord's call, that more of our young people will answer that call, and more of the people in our families will hear and see that call. So my dear brothers and sisters, as we celebrate the memorial of St. John Vianney, the patron of priests, let us first pray for our Holy Father and all the clergy. Secondly, to, to help pray for clergy that we may lead the congregation to Christ and not be led astray and not be tempted by sin. And finally, as a congregation, as a community, let us pray for our young men and our young women in particular by name so that they may hear, respond, and confidently answer the Lord, who do you say that I am?